All right, welcome in to week 10 of the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. He is the former All-Pro, TJ Hushmanzada, and I am Rob Parker, the uh, newspaper hack, radio, <laughs> television hack. And uh, here we are for week 10, TJ, of the NFL season. Unbelievable, man. It's just flying by and uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How are you? All good. All good. Let's uh, let's just jump right in. You smell that? That ain't me, TJ. That was Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks in the biggest game of the year at home against uh, the New Orleans Saints with a reason to play. And Tom Brady had a shiny new toy in AB, and it was uh, nothing. It was terrible. It was one of his worst beatdowns ever. Brady with three picks. He was awful. State your case. I I, I can't. I it's hard to defend a performance. That that was we all saw that. But what I will say is this. The first half, it was three and out. Three and they couldn't get a first down. They couldn't protect Brady. And on the flip side, they couldn't even get any pressure on Drew Brees. So Drew Brees is sitting in the pocket with all day to throw. And conversely, Brady has no time. So it doesn't matter who you have on the outside. If you can't pass protect and you're not running the ball effectively, you don't have a chance. It does not matter um, who you have on your team. And that's why teams are built from the inside out on both sides of the ball. And, and so for the Bucks. It was ugly, and, and it was real ugly. It's evident. The Bucks are not a better team than the New Orleans Saints. So what they're going to need is they're going to need somebody to knock them off for them in the playoffs. <laughs> and so it's hard to beat a team three times. But the Bucks are going to need a la Tennessee knocking out New England for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to need somebody to take, take them out in the playoffs to try to make their road a little easier. Now let me ask you this, TJ. I mean, I, yes, you're right. If you're a quarterback and you don't have time, it doesn't matter who's out there to catch the ball. I get that. But Brady didn't play that well either against the Giants the week before. You remember, they barely won that game. If it wasn't for that bad call at the end, the Giants would have tied the game on the two-point conversion. They could have won that game because they didn't play that well. This is two bad weeks in a row. I, I don't know. You don't get better as you get older. You get worse, don't you? I mean, you expect Brady to get better as we go on? I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as two bad weeks in a row. I would classify it as a decent week against the Giants and a bad week against the Saints. That That's how I would classify it. And, and it's more so like when the season started, if you told Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, and the Tampa Bay Bucks – you guys will probably go 12 and 4, 11 and 5. Sign us up. We'll take that right now. That's still very reachable. It's a goal that they can achieve. And I believe they will finish probably 11 and 5. And if you told them that before the season started, they would take that and run with it. As long as they can stay on a trajectory there, it doesn't matter if you win bad, you win pretty, good, bad. It doesn't, as long as you get the W. But you have a 43-year-old quarterback, and I'm just saying as time goes on, you know this father time is undefeated. I'm just saying as time goes on. They've been saying Brady, this. For, I get it. But he, he hasn't it. the last 
couple of weeks he hasn't looked uh they've been saying this they've been saying this about brady for years and so it comes a point in time of course he's going to play bad consistently um or he'll leave before that happens he's playing well this year and the defense has won them some games and you might say they had some calls here and there i thought that pi against the giants could have gone either way i did as a receiver um if Daniel Jones throws the ball sooner. It's a clear touchdown. He 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 hesitated. He waited, and so they win eleven games. That's a success. They went seven and nine last year. Talking to Tampa Bay Bucks, and so but when you bring Tom Brady in, it's not just about compiling wins. You you're supposed to be making a run. There are people who pick Tampa Bay to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm I think one of right, them. I'm one okay. of them. And you I'm, still feel good about that pick right I, now? Right I now, do. not okay. I, I do to a certain degree because when, when you look in the NFC, who's their competition? A team, that, a team that they can beat and a team that they blew out. That's yeah, their competition. That, I, I looked at that game too as, remember, Green Bay was up 10 nothing in that game down in Tampa. Wasn't like they got stopped and stuffed in the face from the, from the first minute of the game. It was 10 nothing, And then Aaron Rodgers did something he hadn't done all year with back-to-back picks. And then you know it, everything fell apart. I'm not saying that that, that they can't be temp, that they can be Green Bay without question. I, I I don't feel that way. I saw a ten nothing Green Bay lead on the road before everything caved in. But all right, let's just move forward. Uh, one thing, uh, speaking of Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, um, Russell Wilson could pick up the phone and talk to Aaron Rodgers about having a bad defense and trying to win in the playoffs because we've seen Aaron Rodgers, you know, where so much of it, TJ, is on the quarterback to be the makeup and cover up all the flaws, right, on a team. And and you look at that Seattle defense, they got manhandled uh, by Buffalo, and they look terrible. And they have – they're giving up almost 500 yards a game. What playoffs are you winning in, even with the way Russell Wilson's playing, when your defense is that bad? The Pop Warner playoffs. Okay. <laughs> they, I was going to say. The Seattle Seahawks have, right now, the worst defense in the history of the NFL. In the, not, not in the history. Not this year, right. We're in talking the about history NFL. of the NFL. And so I want to give a shout-out to Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill, Bobby Wagner, even though he's still there, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Brandon Browner. Uh, what's the DB that left and went to the Miami Dolphins? All those guys that made Pete Carroll look like he was this fantastic defensive coach, because that's what they did. Pete Carroll, you are a defensive mind. Your defense should not be this bad. Did you really coach that great of players to where you can't even be competent on that side of the ball? It's really terrible because we, and I say we because I'm part of the media now, right. have given Pete Carroll for credit for being one of the top coaches in the NFL. I'm not so sure that should be the case any longer. Like this is, it's bad and there's no other way to explain it. It's that bad. I, I agree with you that you shouldn't be – you can be – you're going to take a step down when you lose those kind of players, obviously. <laughs> but all you have to be is decent to be able to make some stops. Middle CJ. of the pack. Be middle of the right. pack. If you're 14th or 13th, you know what I mean, with a quarterback playing at his caliber, you'll be good. But you don't even have that. 
I mean, you had it, it, it's 500 yards a game. In Cincinnati, well, who was the the, D, the defensive coordinator came from Detroit? Austin, who got fired. Yes, Terrell yeah, Austin. Yeah, he, he got fired during the season. You remember they gave up 500 yards like two or three weeks in a row? Got rid they of him. Right. So it, it's pretty bad. It, it, it's, it's almost bad. unfathomable that this is the National Football League <laughs> and you can't stop a nosebleed. It's almost like this. I'm, I'm, when you just sit here and think about it, and Pete has come out and said, oh, we're beating teams by so much that they're getting a lot of uh, yards at the end of the game. Stat Patford, right. Yeah. He's getting Stat Patford did, did you Did you hear what he said about this week's game? To me, it makes him look bad. Like, I don't know why you guys in the media aren't on his head. He, what did he say? You, he said... We didn't expect them to come out and throw the ball as much as they did. We prepared for them to run the ball at us. And when they threw it as much as they did, we didn't adjust. Wow. That's an indictment on you as a coach. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. You're supposed to adjust at halftime or or adjust during the game to say, dude, we got to be able to stop the pass. They're not running the ball. Bill Belichick would have adjusted. Mike Tomlin would have adjusted. And so don't give me, oh, we thought they were just going to run the ball. They didn't. Make an adjustment. Simple. All right. Let's, speaking of terrible, the NFL yesterday also uh, announced a uh, a new league policy uh, that is based around incentives. I, I, I say the NFL, I wrote a column for Deadspin about this. And the lead on my column was the F in the NFL stands for fraud because that's what this is. And basically, TJ, they approved a resolution that will reward teams with draft picks if one of their minority coaches or or personnel people is hired to be a head coach or general manager. And the prize is that teams will get two third-round compensatory draft picks if, if someone from their franchise is hired or promoted to a head coaching job or a GM gig. I, I think this is embarrassing and insulting to minorities. What's your take as a player? I'm, I'm, I'm actually with you on this, Rob. And, and normally I'm all for uh, giving us an opportunity because there are a lot of us that are more than qualified that just don't get that chance. That's just pure enemy. What we just talked about, Pete Curl, you mean to tell me somebody can't figure that out, that that's an African-American that played the game of football? I'm sure he could. But that's another story. To incentivize an organization, what I do like about it is it will give minorities, and black, Hispanic, Polynesian, it doesn't matter, We're, we're, we're a minority. It will give minorities an opportunity that they probably otherwise wouldn't get. But could it possibly be there's going to be a lot of hiring of guys that don't deserve it? A lot of hiring of guys that let's see if we can fast track him to a promotion. And there's going to be some that hit for sure. But there's going to be a lot that do not hit because you're not hiring the best guy. You're hiring a guy hoping that he can move on and give us a couple of draft picks. And here's the other part too, and this is just me and that column on Deadspin, if you want to check it out. I said the only way that this thing changes, because they have, this is the same league that pushed the Rooney rule 
and and owners ignored it, right? And basically, like, I'll pay the fine. I'm not interviewing any black guys. I'm gonna hire uh, my my friend's son or whatever, or Cliff Kingsbury, who who flopped at Texas Tech, right? Who got fired there, and then he gets a plum job in the NFL with a young bright quarterback. So so you look at situations like that. But until the players are willing to 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 not, especially when it comes to free agency. If you start saying to owners who have a poor track record, TJ, of minorities and their franchises and hiring and promoting, saying, I don't want to go there. I'm not going there because they because there's no future for me when my playing career is over. That's the only way you get it. How did Daniel Snyder finally decide to change the team name? Because pressure. Sponsors, right. It, that's the only way. It ain't going to be a league rule that's going to give people to do the right thing. It's about pressure. If I'm not getting any free agents and good players, right, and my business goes down or my team goes down, or if I'm getting, you know, hit by sponsors about my my minority hiring record or fans, you know what I mean? Now, all of a sudden, there's more chance of me doing something. Now, as a former player, I'll be totally honest and transparent with you with what you just said. Ultimately, a player is not going to think about that at all. No, I get the it. The player's going to say, who's giving me the most blue faces? Uh, that's where I'm going to sign. And, and so, and it's unfortunate because as a player, we don't really, when you're playing, you're not thinking that way. Um, they're going to they're gonna ask Asia, how much they offer me? Uh, okay, how much does the other team offer me that is possibly doing what you just right. spoke of? Oh, I'm going to who's giving me the most money. And, and that's unfortunately what's going to happen. And, and unfortunately, that's where we are. It's the same scenario. And until players are willing to stand up to the owners, this is why the health care is not as good as it should be. Tell me oh, about oh. it. And you notice as a former player. I'm, just I'm, pay I'm paying for mines as we speak. But you shouldn't. That league makes way too much money. When, when you as a player find out what the baseball players union players get, don't you just... And Aren't basketball, and they not right? going. They don't go through half of what we go through, and yeah, I mean it's, yeah, I'm paying for mine as we speak. So just so, and I and I got a family of six. Right. So you got a big family. All yeah. right. Last thing, we got we saw some video. What was that on Twitter of you <laughs> polishing your shoes with the terrible towel, Bengals and uh, Steelers game, and. Uh, Tell me about that. Is that fun? You just like to have fun with them? Oh, man. I'm going to give you all a quick story. It's going to take about two minutes. So I do not remember the name of the hotel we stayed at when we played in Pittsburgh. Same hotel. It's an older hotel, but it's nice. But it's huge. So me and Chad get on the elevator because me and Chad always room together. And we're on the elevator with some Pittsburgh fans. We're, we're getting ready to catch the bus to the stadium. We're playing in Pittsburgh. Right. So one of the guys, he starts swinging his terrible towel, just being funny, because obviously he knows who uh, me and Chad are. I said, let me get the towel. He's like, no. I said, let me buy it. I give you $20. He told me no. I said, I'll give you 100 He took it, because he just probably went and bought another one for 20 Right, right. Oh, yeah. So, 20, I, I make 20 bucks off. I mean, 100 bucks off the towel. I, I bought a towel for $20, and pregame, it's raining a little bit. So I wear it as a streamer. You know how we have guys where I wear it as a streamer in pregame. Marvin sees it, Marvin Lewis. TJ, take that off. That's disrespectful. Dad, give it to me. I'm like, no, I'm not giving this to you. So I grabbed it and I put it in Hugh Jackson's back pocket. 
So he had it once the game ends and we won the game. I was running off the field doing this. And just before I got to the tunnel, it was not planned. It was just impromptu. I just sat down and was like. Doing the uh, shoe shot. And yeah. With the, with the I mean, I had a good game that game. I had two touchdowns. Um, it was it was a good game for me. I, I showed up. And then that same year, that was a year that uh, they hurt Carson. And I believe it was. I believe they did that purposely because that nobody. I think we nobody could beat us that year. I don't think we would have lost a game, and they'll never say, "Oh, we did that purposely." But I, there's no way you hit a guy that late after he threw the ball and say that wasn't uh, intentional. Intentional. What? There, there's no way. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, they beat us in the playoffs. We we're up at halftime. Chad acted a fool at halftime, and we lost. Right. That was the bad one. That was the one you guys. I agree. Should have won. All right, now let's bring in our producer, Martin Weiss, with a recap of our bets uh, last week and our picks. And then we'll get into this week's uh, some good games to talk about. Before we do that, let's take a quick break. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook this football season. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. The app's simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same-game parlays, and exclusive always-on promotions to let you get more out of the action out of every game day. And if you win, they even get you your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel's letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel will refund you up to 1000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, no strings attached. Place any bet you want. If you win, keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Now, this week, I like this same game parlay. I'm taking the Browns minus 3.5 versus the Texans and both of those teams over 49 and a half points. That's right. The Browns minus three and a half and the over. I'm taking a thousand dollars on that. That gets you back 2720. You're sitting pretty. The holidays are coming up. Buy yourself some holiday gifts, some for the family. It'll all be all right. And if you don't hit, it's fine because you have a thousand dollars back inside credit. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code LP3 so they know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code LP3. You guys did okay. So we start with the Ravens and the Colts. You guys both were on the Ravens, minus one and a half. They covered that easily, winning 24 to 10. DJ liked that one from Jump Street. He kept saying that's some. Uh, I was shocked. I, the Ravens weren't going to lose two games in a row. I was shocked. That was basically a pick them. Right. It was under 46 and a half. And uh, you guys both had the under there. So that was easy money as well. Then you go to the Titans. There were six and a half point favorites versus the Bears. TJ, you were on the Titans. They squeaked by 24 to 17. So they just covered that seven. Goes under. The uh, 20 goes under the total of 46 and a half. You guys were both on the over, but and Rob, you were on the Bears as well. So that was a tough look for you. I don't know what you're doing betting on Nick Foles. <laughs> Just they thinking were, that he eventually have one good game, but I guess not. He did. It was uh, in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. <laughs> you may remember. 
And, and it was against Atlanta where everybody's had a good game against Atlanta. So that doesn't count. So we're going from there. Rob, I will say this. You were one of the few the proud who called the Cowboys early, covering the 13 and a half. It was easy for you, man. Man. In danger of winning the game. But but you know why? You know why? I remember I was telling you this, TJ, last week. Pittsburgh, remember I said somebody wins, and then I said Baltimore lost by four but had four turnovers. Remember that? I was like, without those four turnovers, they don't win that game. They're like one of the worst 8-0 teams I've seen. And I was like, Cowboys start a quarterback off the street. Dude, I thought almost- no dude, I thought no way. First quarter is his first time starting in a game. There's no way. I was shocked. I was shocked. I'll tell you what. That was one that I did. I was on that from jump. The only three people in the world who believed in Garrett Gilbert was Scott, the video guy who does the video breakouts for our podcast. Rob Parker and Mike McCarthy. I can't believe that Garrett Gilbert even believed in himself walking in. He played game. very well, very well. Yeah, he did. The uh, total was 41, and uh, final score was 43. And uh, good call with you, Rob, because you doubled down, and now TJ owes you yet another lemon pepper wing bet. Yes, he, he does. Yes, he does. at the does. camera. He got all the way up in there and said, TJ, I want chicken wings with the Cowboys covering. TJ, I mean, I wrote it down. You said they win this game by three touchdowns. And uh, they did not. Hey, TJ, I'm getting hungry. I'm going to need some wings. I don't understand. I I truly don't understand a guy making his first NFL start beats a team, pretty much beats a team, because they should have been given that victory. They called that phantom roughing the passer and then the Garrett Gilbert gets hit in the face with somebody's hand. They don't call that roughing the passer. Um, yeah, it was, I was shocked. So the Packers, they take care of business versus the 49ers. That final score was 34 to 17, easily covering the three points they were favored. However, you guys both either underrated Nick Mullins or overrated Jimmy G because you guys were on the under saying the 49ers aren't going to score. Well, they put up enough to cover the 48 and a half, so that's... But, but, but don't forget, their last two scores were at the end Garbage. of the game. Garbage. Garbage. God. Am I right? The last, two tu- the last two touchdowns the 49ers put up was terrible. The last two scores. I think that was a touchdown, or I thought it was a field goal and a touchdown. No. no. I'll tell you touchdown. what. However it broke down, if the United States learned anything over the last week, it's not over until it's over. Oh, I know. And I when know. it's over, when it's over, I'm saying it's not over until I say it's over. All right, okay. Yeah, the race to 270 is over. That game is over. The fourth quarter has ended, and that game went over. Yeah. And, and, and you say that you're going to going to court to, to check the votes, but you know what? The votes keep going up for Biden. All right. I'm sorry. All right. And, and like I said earlier today, both your lemon pepper parlays cashed. Congratulations to you, but TJ, you owe Rob uh, some lemon pepper wings, all flats. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it back. Don't worry, we got, we got seven weeks. I'm gonna get it back. That's awesome, though, that we both get our parlays cash, my man. Free money. We keep, we keep trying to tell them. Yep. So, all right. Now, thanks, Martin. Let's, uh, TJ. You ready? Let's, let's, let's rock and up. roll. All right. Let's start with the Browns minus three and a half. Uh, versus the Texans? Uh, real quick and concise to the point. I like the Browns. And I thought the Texans played the Jags last week. 
quarterback from Oregon State, my alma mater, Jake Luton, starts his first game. And he played very well against the Houston Texans. Put up a ton of points. The Texans, they're just, they're not a very good football team. They, they seem to have good players, but for some reason, they're just not that good. They win the game, but they, they squeaked that game out. I believe they won by two points. Three and a half points. The Browns, I believe Nick Chubb will be coming back. They're going to run the ball effectively. Um, and, and his defense, for me, is just what Baker needs. He does very well against bad teams. The Houston Texans are a bad team. Um, I like the Cleveland Browns giving up three and a half. I'll take it. I was going to pick the Texans, but you just convinced me because they look so bad, though, the Browns, but they didn't have Chubb, right? And uh, that was the first week without OBJ, right? So they did. They were they were down a few, and they were they did not look good at all. But you're right. Uh, against bad defenses, which the Texans are, that is uh, when Baker Mayfield usually puts up his better numbers. It's the it's the decent defenses that he can't have any success or has little success against. So I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm going to take the Browns minus three and a half uh, on that one. I all right, TJ, Lions minus four and a half at Washington. Where are you on that game? Wow. Washington football team. Very good on defense. Alex Smith will be the starting quarterback. This will be his first start, if I'm not mistaken, in three years. And so it's going to be very interesting. I'm sure he's going to be excited. He's played football, but to get actually get out there first snap of the game, um, it's going to be interesting. Defensively, Washington is very good. But if the Lions are just capable, I, I, I don't see a way that Washington should be able to move the ball effectively throughout the game. I, I Defensively, they're, they're going to be, they're going to present problems to Lions because up front, that defensive line that Washington has is, is a problem. But the, the Lions, it's four and a half. They, they should win this game, and they should win this game by a touchdown if they play up to their potential. But it scares me because it is the Detroit Lions, and you just never know what you're going to get. As a guy who covered the Lions on the road for 20 years, right, and saw some bad football, you want to talk about seeing bad football in my career. I saw a lot of it. And last week when they got their butts kicked, giving up, four, giving up 41 points, and you just talked about it, Washington up front and their defense, if they apply pressure to Matthew Stafford, uh, this, could be, this could be a game. I think the odds makers are right on this one. Um, I'm going to take Washington uh, in this game, and I'll take the four and a half points, right? And even though Washington, uh, you know, they don't have a great record, uh, the Lions don't play well on the road for whatever reason. And Alex Smith, if he's back out there, you know what? He's a very capable quarterback. I'm going to go with Washington, and I'm going to take the four and a half points. All Can't right. fault you for that one. Can't fault you for that uh, one. Only because it's the Lions, and you know that. You're, you said it. You don't know which team shows up. It's no, going to show up. I don't. People were last week. I, I don't know. Did you did you pick the Lions last week? No. But this is the thing. If the Lions jump out to a lead like they've done, I don't believe Washington is good enough to come, to come back. back. That, that's what I'm banking on. Okay, that's fair. 
because because of Washington's firepower, they don't have it. So, no. so that's a hard. All right, Packers minus 12 and a half against the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Where are you on that game? Man, I, I, again, 12 and a half points is a ton, but the Packers look good, man. The Packers are rolling. Aaron Jones be a little, little more healthier than he was this past uh, Sunday. He played extremely well. Um, I'm eager to see if there's going to be any defensive coordinator in the league that says, you know what, I'm going to stop Aaron Rodgers from throwing a ball to just one guy. I just don't understand how these guys get paid. The type he only of money. has one guy, right? I don't understand how these guys get paid the type of money they do. And you spend all this time in the office, supposedly, and you let one guy kill you. I don't know, but that's just me. And Devontae so, Adams is a great player, but my God, he's getting 200 yards a week. I don't care who it is. You will throw the ball to somebody else if I'm coaching defense and I'm playing the Packers. He will not get a ball. And you that's how you have to play it. Make him uncomfortable. But I'm not a defensive coordinator. Hey, I'm going to take the Packers just because I, I guess these guys just don't get it, and I guess it's going to continue that way. Um the Jags probably are going to start uh, Jake Luton again. Played well. But you're playing the Packers. Defensively, they're pretty good. They have really good corners on the outside. Um, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball. 12 and a half points. I'm looking to them 17, a 20-point victory for the Packers. I'm with you on this. And here's the other thing, too. The uh, You know, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, people are talking about Patrick Mahomes as MVP. He already has one game. He's played one game more than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has one less touchdown and one more pick, and he has a game in hand. Do you know what I mean? If he has a yeah. big game, yeah. his numbers will be better than Mahomes after nine games. That's what kind of level Aaron Rodgers has He's going to be right there, in my opinion. Am I right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. He's right there already with a game in hand. If he has a big game against the Jaguars, but I'm with you, I think they win this game by two touchdowns minimum two touchdowns minimum and it could be more um all right let's go to the uh the big game of the week Steelers and Bengals you know in the division rivals uh game you played in many times uh Steelers minus six and a half where are you this game is in the natty the Bengals have covered every week with the exception of one and I'm hopping back with them. I'm back with y'all. I'm back with y'all. Should have never left. I like the Bengals to cover in this game. They, for them to put out what they put out on Twitter, they they want to get the players fired up by me doing what I did. Um, the Bengals match up pretty good right now if if they can protect, and that's a big if because that offensive line has been terrible. But in the last two games, that offensive line has played. They, well, let me not say the last two games. The last game against Tennessee, they played pretty well. They're coming off a bye week. Hopefully they have schemed up how they're going to do this, how they're going to protect and keep T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree off of Joe Burrow. Um, if Joe, and See, the wild card is we won't know this till Sunday morning that Joe Mixon will or will not play. If Joe Mixon plays, I really like the Bengals because they'll be able to run the ball effectively. But they no got, Mixon. And we won't know this until Sunday, but I'm going to take the Bengals to cover. Um, this this is going to be a big game for Joe, just kind of show uh, what he's about. Bengals definitely have weapons on the outside. And outside of Chase Claypool, the Steelers, they don't have anybody that can threaten you really down the field. Um, 
So yeah, I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the home team, baby. Who they? All right. Not only the Steelers are the worst a no team I've seen. Like I was, I didn't want to say it. I wanted you to say it. Thank you. Go ahead. But you no, know, they are. They don't work. When you look at who they've beaten and some of the games, we talked about it before. Uh, they've had some bad games of late. Not only are the Bengals going to uh, cover with this getting the six and a half, you know, the Bengals will upset the Steelers and win this game if Joe Mixon plays. Okay? They need him. I, they need him. I think that they're primed to lose. Like, they've never been 9-0, and right, in their history. Um, I think it's hard to win every game. And you could just see Dallas could have should have beat them. Yes. I think a road game. You know what I mean? Ben was banged up with his knees. I don't know how bad they are. Ben hasn't practiced because he's on the COVID list this week. Doesn't matter for Ben, but if you're putting in new plays, you actually you do want him out there. He isn't practicing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals in an upset. I know, all right. But I want the six and a half points. I'll take it if they could. If that works, but I'm I'm gonna go with that they hand uh, the Steelers their first loss of the season. They've been teetering on that. We saw uh, uh, the Titans come back, right? Remember Tennessee came back, yeah. And it was this field goal in that game. Then they got the four turnovers against Baltimore. Dallas was winning the game the entire game with a quarterback off the street, his first start, and and they luckily won that game. And now here, a, a, a bitter di a division rivalry uh, game. I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals with the upset. All right, let's do that. Um, Ravens minus seven against the Patriots. Patriots came back. Cam with two big drives. They needed that win desperately. They got it. Uh, what do you like here? Ravens minus seven against the Patriots. Real simple. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm taking the Ravens for two reasons. The Patriots don't have anybody on the outside that are going to prevent and stop the Ravens from playing man-to-man -man defense. They're going to play man-to-defense. They're going to dare Cam Newton to run. They'll have somebody spy. And I just don't see how the Patriots will move the ball effectively against this Baltimore defense. And conversely, when, when the Ravens have the ball, they're going to be able to run the ball effectively. The Patriots, they are not the team they once were. And But when you look at their losses, they've, they've lost to the Chiefs 8-1. And they they lost they they their Buffalo Bills six and two they their losses Seattle they lost to a, a nail biter to Seattle so they their losses are against really good teams minus the Denver Broncos so you say oh they they just don't have anything on the outside on offense to stop a team from saying we're gonna get in your face and we're gonna get in your face all game and, and so I'll take the seven points or I'll give up the seven points. See, I like the Baltimore Ravens to win this by at least 10 to 14 points. I think this is the best bet. That's how I'm with you on this. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I think the Ravens win by 17 points. I think they'll be that, they'll be that dominant against them. I'm with you. Uh, look at what the Patriots had to struggle against the bad Jets just to be able to eke out a win. I know, uh, you know, they got it done and a win is a win, but I have very little confidence in what they have. Cam doesn't have any weapons. Uh, the Ravens are going to score points. They've been scoring points. Um, I like the Ravens minus seven. And then the surprising Minnesota Vikings, who uh, beat up the Lions, right? Uh, minus two and a half 
against the Bears. Where are you on this? The Bears are scuffling big time. They need to win desperately. Well, they not the way the Vikings are playing. Mr. Dalvin Cook should be in the MVP conversation. I don't understand why when we talk MVP, it's always the quarterbacks. They need to oh, make that's a, into. I'm with you. That, they need to make a separate uh, award for this because the way Dalvin Cook is playing, he should be right up there. In he MVP beat the Packers by himself. By you him. remember in that game? But, he, am I right? He's winning games technically by himself. Obviously, the offensive line, they're doing a hell of a job opening holes for him, but you know they're running the ball, and you know it's going to 33, and you can't do anything about it. Um, the Bears have been bad. I mean, that's just point blank. They've been bad. Um, Nick Foles just – they really need to put Mitchell Trubisky back in there. They were undefeated with him as a quarterback, and you couldn't wait to get him out. Now you can't get a win. That's what you get. I'll give up the two-and-a-half points. I'll take the Minnesota Vikings. The Bears just aren't a good football team right now. I agree with you, but I think the Bears need a win desperately. Uh, they're at home, you know, a division rival. Sometimes the Vikings, I get it. They're playing better. They've won a couple games, you know. They look like they're alive, but they're not that good. They were bad a lot this earlier this year. Yeah, they were and very they, bad. They were very bad, like like uh, historically bad, like defensively especially. TJ, I, I I look for the Bears to win this game. This is like a must win because they've lost. Uh, what have they lost? I don't even know. Like four. We four I believe they're five and four. Yeah, and remember they were five and zero. Oh, I think right. Have they lost four? In they a were row three. They were three in a row when they took uh, Mitchell Trubisky out the game. I know that for a fact. Three yeah, and zero. Oh. Yeah, because so then they because then they beat Atlanta, right? That's yeah. when they beat Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, but there's I think they need a win to 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 turn their season like they're they're on the brink. So it's like one of those games sometimes where. You have to have it, and you make it happen. I'm going to just go with the Bears uh, winning at home against a division rival, so I'll take the two-and-a-half points. Yeah, the Bears are five and four, just like I thought. Five and four. Nah, they'll be five and five after this game. All right, TJ, let's do some over-under. Let's start with that. Uh, I want to start with that uh, Steelers-Bengals game over-under 45-and-a-half. Where are you on that? If that game is going to be the type of game that I believe it is, um, I probably should have looked at the weather in a natty. Um, I, I like this game to go over. The, the Bengals have been a team that outside of the first game against uh, the Chargers, they, they put up points in, well, the Chargers and the Ravens. <laughs> They've been a team that they, they put up points. Um, defense hasn't been the best, but the defense – the way they played against the Titans coming off a of bye week now, guys get a chance to get healthy. You get two weeks to kind of scout the Steelers and figure out how you want to attack them and approach this game. Um, should be somewhat high scoring. 45, in my opinion, is a bit low, but the weather could be bad, and I should have looked at it, but I'm, I'm going to take the over on this. I'm going to go with Bengals if they're going to win, win and under. <laughs> Just have like a bad day at the office for the Steelers. Bengals do enough. I'm going to take the under in this game. 45 and a half. All right, how about um, Browns-Texans 49 and a half in that game over under? You That's like a, that number? I do. Ah. I, I like, I, no, I like that to go over. The, the Texans are a team that they're they're not going to stop many teams. You, you look at 
the Jags game, I believe the score was 29 to 27 or 31 to 29, somewhere along that line this past uh, weekend. The Texans defensively, they just don't stop you. And, and the Browns aren't the best defensive team either. Um, the Texans do have Deshaun Watson. They do have a lot of speed on the outside. They're going to score some points. It's just not going to be enough. And so I look for that to be a tr probably the shootout of the week um, with a lot of points being scored. So I, I like that one as well to go over. I'm going to go under on that as, um, as well. I'm still I, – I, I know that uh, normally the Browns and, and Baker Mayfield expose uh, bad defenses. Uh, I just think they'll be just a shy under that. It'll, they'll put up some points. I don't know what the Texans are going to do. Um, they normally score, but that just seems so high to me. Forty-nine and a half. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay under that. Um, the Lions and Washington. That's off the board, over and under. But the Packers and the Jaguars, fifty and a half. So now that game, TJ will be taking the under in that game for one reason. I, I just don't believe the Packers. Um, we'll let the Jags <laughs> just go down the field like like they did against the Texans this past weekend. So I, I can see the Packers winning the game somewhere along the lines of 30 to 10, 32 to 10. So I, I, I don't see the Jags scoring more than two touchdowns in this game. Um, and if that does happen, I need the Packers to get three or four. Um, no, if they score two touchdowns, I need the Packers to get four. And, and so it will be one of those type of games. I, I don't think the Jags um they can do that the packers are they're playing these teams in the nfc gotta start looking at home field advantage um how they want to approach these games and the packers are they're just scoring points on everybody it doesn't matter who they play let's take out the bucks game they are scoring points and a lot of them it doesn't matter who they play against and this is a bad team tons of points no, I, I, I'm with you. But, one, but not enough to go over. They gonna score a ton. Jacksonville's gonna score very few. Right, right, right. I know, I know what you're saying. Right, not to go over. That's a that's a high number, fifty and a half. I'm with you. Uh, the Jaguars, I just don't think we'll uh will will rack up a we'll score twenty five points, something like that, that that they would need. Right, they would need to score something like that if the Packers are scoring 35 or 32 as you said somewhere around there so I'm going to go under two on that game and then we have the Ravens and Patriots 43 and a half points this is tricky man because they are I believe they're playing that's a good number because it's hard to figure that one out they're playing in uh, New England the weather it should be a little brisk, a little cold, but for the Ravens, they want to run the ball. It, it, this here is a is a, it's pretty tough. I can I can see the Ravens winning 20 to 10, 24 to 10, but I also can see the Ravens winning 30 to 14 type of game. And so you can see it going either way, but for me, I like the Ravens. I, I'm not so certain that uh, the Patriots can get uh, more than 14 points against this Raven defense and what they have and how the Ravens should approach them um, when they're playing them defensively. Man them up, force Cam Newton, throw the ball in tight windows. They don't really get down the field like that. And when they do, the Ravens are really stacked with Marlon Humphreys coming back uh, this week as a defensive back. Um, I'm going to go under on this. 
Yeah, I am. Um, I'm with you. I'm worried about the Patriots part of it. The Ravens will score. Uh, the Patriots struggled against the Jets. I just like if they were going to bust out, it should have been in that game. And it took them really like lucky at the end to be able to pull that game out. Their, their offense didn't look great. I, I'm going to go under as well uh, in that game. So now it's time for our lemon pepper parlay. Last week, we both cha-ching cashed in. So now, TJ, you are up. You know me. I, I try to always pick the game of the week. I don't. You guys, Martin, can you guys tell me game of the week? What would be the game of the week this week? What do you think? I would say the game of the week. I'd have to go with Steelers and the Bengals. All right, let's roll. Okay, let's roll then. So my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. And I'm going to start this off before I finish. So if you knew better, you would do better. Don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. Me and Rob is just, we giving y'all parlays as they hidden. It's free money. So with that being said, my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. Bengals getting six and a half against the Steelers. My man Rob think they gonna outright win. I don't care if they outright win. They got a chance, but they for sure gonna cover. They've covered every game this week, minus one. This is gonna continue. I like the Bengals getting six and a half against the Steelers playing at home. Who they, baby? And the lock of the week, in my opinion, is the Ravens against the Patriots. I'll take, take the seven points or I'll give up the seven points to the Patriots. I'm not worried about that. And I, I like the Ravens to cover and cover fairly easy. So my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week, Cincinnati Bengals, Baltimore Ravens. TJ, listen up. My lemon pepper parlay for this week, and we both hit them last week, but this week, I mean, you call me lazy. This is going to be lazy because I'm taking the most obvious games out here. I ain't trying the to Packers dissect and the Browns and all that. I'm taking the Packers minus 12 and a half because I think they're Cleveland way better Browns. than the Jaguars. And I'm taking the Ravens minus seven okay. against the Patriots because they're better. Both of them are better. They will win. And I don't care what the point spread is. I know, oh, that's too many points. I'm telling you, just don't be afraid of the point spread. Take the better teams over the bad teams and you will cash in this week. Free money, baby. Free money. All right, there we go, TJ. Another week in the books. Unbelievable. Hopefully, I think we'll uh, deliver those parlays again to the people watching. Make sure you subscribe. Man. Check us out every week. We're just giving away free money. We're giving it to them. And I, I got some friends. They, they started subscribing. They're taking picks. Chris is using my picks to win money. Chris, why don't you throw me some money on the back end of that? <laughs> but yeah, man, we, we giving them free money. If you knew better, He's you would do better. Friend. He's a smart friend, right? He He's like, what is that? TJ giving away money and I, so he jumped in. And he literally texted me and was like, oh, I'm taking this. And when they covered and did the over under, he was like, oh, wow, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself, man. If you knew better, you would do better. Come on, people. We trying to tell you. Been telling you for 10 weeks now. Come on. No doubt. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. And uh, we don't have a wing bet this week. I'm going to let you slide. I, I got you last week. But this week, we don't have one. Because <laughs> me and you are in the same 
when it comes to the Bengals. Just remember, I told you the upset. Pittsburgh goes down this week. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you.